This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker Morrissey Construction and Power Women Investing. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for your further listening pleasure... Direct from the golf course and onto your radio, this is... Hello, everybody. The Fred and Jeff Show. Good morning, everybody. This is Fred Jeff Show. This is Fred Ross. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Chuchon. And we are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and the culture that make us the And we invite people to visit us at friendjeff.com. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and even subscribe to this of wisdom. And entertainment. Slow down, my brother. To iTunes and TuneIn Radio. <laughs> you now, Fred. What? You know what today is? Today's the National today's, Public Day. Today is Sunday. It is Sunday, but it's also the National Public Sleeping Day. February 28th. That's right. So if I, uh, I catch you outside sleeping, I, I know you'll be observing today's National Day. You may also be observing In the year today, of our Lord, 2016. Th- today's National Chocolate Souffle Day. Really? And, and one I know that you like. Because, uh, you know, you got paid all the times National Tooth Fairy Day. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, chocolate Souffle Day. <laughs> I don't know if you've had the chocolate souffle at P.Y. Steakhouse. P- oh, I love P.Y. Steakhouse. Out on the uh, Pasquayaki Reservation. That's why it's called P.Y. Steakhouse, right? Yeah. At it's the, a uh, casino. casino. I didn't know you were a casino guy. I'm a steakhouse guy. Okay. That I can see. So, and I will play Pie Gal because you can uh, sit there with 20 bucks for hours on end. Uh, yeah, a day and a half. And not even... Well, in Vegas, you drink for free on 20 bucks playing Pai Gao. But here in uh, the great uh, state of Arizona, I think you got to pay for your cocktails. At well, the, the great age, nation right? of Pasquayaki... The great Pasquayaki nation, nation, yes. You do have to pay for your drinks. Yeah, darn it. So, yeah, but the chocolate souffle out there is pretty good. Yes, it is. Um, yes, it is. By the way, we want to welcome all of our listeners that just finished the Lute Olson Cancer Center Run down at the U of A. Hope you had a great time raising money for cancer research. Thank you so much. Oh, I thought they were uh, promoting cancer. No, no. They were running to find a cure for cancer, you smart Alec. Oh, that's a good Is thing. that how you got your son's name? That's a good thing. Smart Alec? No, he's a smart Alec. <laughs> and folks, as always, this first segment is brought to you by our friends at TucsonHappenings.com. If you want to know what's going on in Tucson and Southern Arizona, check out TucsonHappenings.com. Great family fun website. Everything from the 34th annual quilt show and sale that started this morning at 930 and is going all the way to 430 at the Tombstone Art Gallery to the Oro Valley Festival of the Arts happening up at the Oro Valley Marketplace. There's some cool fine arts guild spring show happening up at Saddlebrook. My in-laws will probably be wandering around there. The guided walking tour of the old of the old main trail, tons of stuff. The mystery book club at Antigone Books, Mike and the Funky Bunch happening at La Cocina, one of my favorite restaurants here in town, and of course today is the last day of the ninety first annual Fiesta de los Vaqueros. So if you haven't made it out to the rodeo, get out there because you're running out of time. Matter of fact, if I think if you get in your car right now. You may get there just in time for the bull riding. No, right now? No, no. You'll probably see mutton chop or mutton Mutton busting, busting, yeah. Because, no, it'll go through the afternoon. And and if you can't make it out there, starting at 1 o'clock today, you got some horse racing out at Rito. So either way, you'll get a sense of what the old Pueblo used to be like and is still like 
Uh, so get out and meet your neighbors, folks. Even if you go to the Tucson Ukulele Meetup this afternoon at 5 o'clock. Good times. And what do you got, Big Fred? You know, it's, it, it amazes me. It's like, uh, you know, I actually have to work to find things, and you're just, you know, reading off a website. You, you know, don't. that's baloney. That's all, all you do is read that off That is website. baloney. You get stuff in the mail. I'm no, looking at all these things. I walk around to different venues, no, you and I pick up their liar. flyers. Fred, yeah. that's your liar face. I've known you for True. 51 years. That is your liar face. I don't lie. Uh-huh. So let's see. Oh, look, I've, on the back of this card right here, it says, to Fred Ronstadt. That doesn't. <laughs> Of Mice and Men yes. by John Steinbeck. Yes. He's coming in the Arizona Theater Company. Yep, one of my favorite cartoons. Of Mice and Men. Yes. It was a cartoon? Yes. Wasn't it? No. Oh. Didn't have a cat and a mouse running around oh, chasing Tom and Jerry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't think uh, Lenny uh, would appreciate that. No, I'm sorry, Lenny. So uh, that actually opens on March 5th, and that's preview week. And then uh, Now are we going to get a chance to talk to the actors? Are you going to set that up? I most likely will. Very nice. Uh, then uh, let's see, Earth Transformed. I think today or tomorrow is, let's see, is the last one? No, uh, it's almost the last one. So tomorrow, the 29th, is Carbon Sequoia uh, something. This is a science word. Can we afford it? <laughs> Let me see that. Let uh, me see that. I can't read it, actually. Let me see it. I bet you I can read it. Sequestration. 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 Houghton, Houghton, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Come on. Can we afford it? That's the topic. Sequestration? No. Well, can if we you talk to it? an A-10 pilot, you can't. So we can afford it. That's oh, the question. Can we afford oh, it? Oh, by the way, Fred Ronstadt, P.O. Box. Liar! This I'm taking a picture of this and I'm putting it on the website. No, you're not. I could, I managed the website. By the way, I did not know that this Earth Transform unless Dr. Ruiz shared this with us on a couple of shows ago. By the way, folks, if you've missed any of these grand old shows, you can go to fredjeff.com. And a couple of shows ago, we had the venerable Joaquin Ruiz on the show. And we were talking about this Earth Transformed. And it's brought to you by our good friends at Tucson Electric Power and Ventana Medical. So check it out down at the U of A Centennial Hall, Mondays at 7 p.m. Yeah. So uh, let me have that back. Because <laughs> I still have another week to go on that. Because there there's actually one more week. Ah, you're so funny. One more week. Uh, next week is the changing Earth. It's not just a new normal. Now, did you know that Dr. Ruiz had a big evening at his house and uh, to talk about Earth Transformed? And he invited a lot of the uh, in people of Tucson, mom and dad being two of them. And we didn't get the invite. I was there. No, you weren't. Yeah, it was. No, you were not. Yeah. They had canopies. You were there? Yeah. And I didn't get invited? Uh, so let's see. What Act one. Heck? That's it. Act one, Culture Pass. From... I'm now a College of Behavioral Sciences guy all the way. <laughs> the, the Pima County Public Library has a program called the One Act Culture Pass. Uh, your ticket to the arts. You can actually go to, I think, seven locations, seven libraries, including the Joel D. Valdez Main Library. And they have... Now, there's a guy for you. Joel Valdez? Yeah. Joel D. Valdez. Joel... D. Not to be confused with Joel L. Valdez. That's right. Who owes you $20 still, I think. They, they both do. By the way... Remember, you know, Mr. Valdez... Yes. We'll, we'll tell some tales out of, out of story. So back... Out of school, you mean? Out of school. So back when, when Dad had just been promoted... Or was was in the in line for promotion for the parks director. Right, right. Um, a lot of you folks don't know out there that our dad is Jim Ronstadt, 
one of our very loyal listeners, one of two, actually three, <laughs> three because Auntie Margaret listens. Sometimes. Who was the director of Parks and Recreation here in the great old Pueblo. Yeah, so remember when Dad bought the pool table? I and, do. And uh, Joel came over. And the over. first thing you did was tear the felt? Joel, no, I, that's the original felt on that table. You tore it. No, I did not. Ah, see how we forget. Um, so Joel came over, and he actually hustled us out of our hard-earned <laughs> peanut and popcorn money from... <laughs> Selling popcorn and peanuts from <laughs> the Toros games, right? Yeah, he was like, "Well, how, you'll play pool with you, but how much are you putting on the table?" That's that he was, taught us a very important lesson that day. Yeah, don't listen to Joel. <laughs> By the way, you know tonight at uh, Monterey Court, the uh, Ronstead Generations are playing. Who are those guys? Oh, here we go. What else you got? I think you got you know, one more l- thing. You know, there, what you give a couple, gra- some, a couple of happy gra- uh, congratulations. Our, our uh, cousin Lupe. Oh yeah, is that? Are we making that public? I don't know. She did. Okay, congratulations, Lupe. She's. Uh, uh, we're gonna have a new cousin. Yes. Come August. I think this will be 117. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, our other cousin, Petey Ronstadt. Petey. Part of the Tucson or uh, Ronstadt generations. Yes. His lovely bride, uh, Jackie, is with child too. That's awesome. So, by the way, you know our uncle Paul. Is he pregnant? Well, he looks it, but no, seriously, he. We affectionately call him the Rear Admiral General. <laughs> yes. He, I just wanted to say that. That's all I got. <laughs> I know I'm going to get punched at the next Ronstadt dinner. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, so, what else you got? Uh, last things I got, it, all about 4th Avenue. So uh, March 13th is Ford's on Ford. Wait a minute. The all Ford car show. Now, just so you know, this is a bit of history. The the Mustang Club in t- Southern Arizona, who sponsors this uh, uh, program, Fords on Fours, the Southern Arizona Mustang Club, is the oldest Mustang Club in the world. So, question for you: Since you are the Free and executive poobah of the Fourth Avenue Street Nerds Association, yeah, when you guys have this big Mustang show, is it at the end of it like Peabody and Sherman, where you got the guy picking up the poop off the street with the little mustache? Uh, she, the, she, she does not have a mustache. So who pays for the poop getting cleaned up? The Fourth the Avenue merchants pay for all services on Fourth Avenue. They do. Yeah. Do you think the Fourth Avenue merchants would like to be a sponsor of the Fred Jeff Show? I don't think so. Jeez. Because we're spending all of our money cleaning the street, picking up the trash. You guys are on the city dole. Power? No, we're not. You we guys got to get millions of city we dollars. We get nothing for these unbelievable programs that you're bringing. No, actually, the city charges us. Really? Oh yeah. It's like as if it's as if. The city really doesn't want events downtown. That can't be true. That's how they treat it. That can't be Speaking of events downtown, the Centurions. No, We're I'm not telling big, you. Hey, nope, no, nope. You Centur- already missed no, your No, Centurions Mr. haven't. Hey, Centurions aren't a sponsor. They're a totally non-profit organization. So is Fourth Avenue. We're raising Merchants. money for Big Brothers and Big Sisters Fourth of Avenue, Southern Arizona. The Fourth Avenue Merchants Association. Mentoring children. The Fourth Avenue is mer- Our future. Fourth Avenue Merchants Association is a non-profit organization that supports the businesses on Fourth Avenue. We're like we're like a mini chamber of commerce. Really? Yes. That's so timely for today's show. Maybe. So uh, let's see what else we have. The Fourth Avenue Street. You can't go through up. the whole flyer there, folks. Yeah. If you want more on Fourth, Fourth Avenue, Avenue, go Street. to fourthavenue.org. Spell it all out. F O R T H. You forgot the R. I'm giving a bad address because I want him to yeah. go to like the Fourth Avenue of Kentucky. So, <laughs> Tucson Fourth Avenue. Check no, it so out. Have, There's well, tons of no. fun things going down there. Fourth on Fourth. You'll we probably see Fred on his me. little uh, little folding bike cruising around. My turn. Yeah. yeah you better. You and need, then street fair is April first, second, and third. Oh, that'll be fun. You need to start wearing some sunscreen there, brother. 
your 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 head is getting a little red. No, that's because you're irritating me. That's that's why it's red. <laughs> that's what little brothers are supposed to do. So, folks, don't forget the Centurion Party downtown coming up May seventh. Get your tickets. Give me a call. I'm happy to sell you as many tickets as you would like. So, okay, and now we just have to for take that, a break. Just for that, you have to sponsor the Fred and Jeff Show because you're now selling tickets. You're engaged in commerce, uh, Fred, on the Fred and Jeff Show. I do sponsor the Fred and Jeff Show. Not enough. Have since day one. Not enough. How much do you sponsor the Fred and Jeff Show? Oh, my blood. <laughs> my blood. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to take a break. We're so happy you're here with us this weekend. Don't, don't turn that dial because we'll be back with more here on the Fred and Jeff Show. Some whiskey in your water, sugar in your tea. What's all this crazy question they're asking me? This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on the lights, cause I don't want to see. Mama told me not to come. Mama told me not to come. This bit of the Fred and Jeff show is brought to you by Unicom Graphics, Steel Door, and Sleeping Frog Farms. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff show. This is the Fred and Jeff show. This is Fred Ronstadt. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Dun, dun, dun. And we are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and the culture that make living in Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. You know what else today is, Fred? It is... What? National Floral Day. Ah. You got the phone number? For what? For the show. Do we have a phone number? Yeah, we have a phone number. Is that number. how that works? Yeah. But, so, folks, stick around because maybe we're going to figure out what our phone number is and we're going to give away a dozen roses from Mayfield Florist. But you were no, saying, we can, Fred. We can give a, you know, let's do this. Let's, uh, every time, every time you admit to your failures. Yes. We'll give out a dozen roses. We're never going to give away a dozen roses. <laughs> every right. time. No. You have to pluck all those nose hairs that are sticking out. We'll give away a dozen roses. No, no, stop doing that. Stop picking your nose on the air. No, I got that. Well, see, this is radio. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I remember when we used to live together, and I'd go into your bathroom and, wait, what are we doing? Folks, welcome to the Fred and Jeff Show. Okay, the number is 520-428-5104. If you call that number, and again, it's 520-428-5104. We'll give you a dozen roses from our friends, the Coleman family. Yes. At Mayfield Floors. And, uh, and we're going to give roses out to the first three people that call because we haven't given roses away for like a month. <laughs> you need to smooth that out with Don first. I'll talk to Donnie. <laughs> Donnie. He owes me 20 bucks. So I'll just tell him to keep the 20 bucks. No, actually, yeah, we haven't given flowers out, out, out in a while. So. Yeah. We're always giving away Peter Jungle and 1702. We haven't done anything from 1702 either. Oh, those guys owe us money. So, and if you're the fourth caller, you get a $25 gift certificate to 1702 Craft Pizza and Beer. Definitely don't do that. What? We, Why? Have you been using those? No, we don't have them. <laughs> we don't. We are, our cupboards are bare because you have not been out hustling uh, money. Uh, watch this. Folks, 1702 $25 <laughs> gift certificate. $25 gift certificate to the Flight Grill at Tohono Chul. And what else do you want me to give away? $25 uh, gift certificate to Pita Jungle. So we're going to give all those away today if you call us. Because it's floral. And no, National floral no repeat calls. You can't get three. One person can't get three bouquets and a trip to 1702. Okay. So you were saying, follow so, us on Facebook, so call, like us on Twitter. So call this number. No, like us on Twitter. 520-721-4848. Ask for Jeff. Ask for me. 
and say, where's my money? <laughs> where's my you, Where's my pizza and flowers? You, you owe me 20 bucks. <laughs> That's what you do. Monday right, morning, let's move along. Morning, morning, about 10 Moving o'clock. Moving along with the show. No, make it 11 o'clock because you'll roll in about 11. What are you talking about? I'm just talking, you know, if people want to call you. So you finish, finish the intro. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. You, no, we do. No, no. I, I we only do that at the top and the bottom. Okay, good. So where are we today? <laughs> we are. Well, you know, we were talking in the first segment about the fact that the Fourth Avenue Merchants Association, oh, gosh. which is a it's a five hundred one. Does anyone at the Fourth Avenue Merchants Association give us anything to give away on the show? I will give you free passes to the, to the street fair. Uh, crickets chirping. That's what I got for you on that one. Crickets chirping. Actually, let's see what. Else, what can we give you? On Think Island? about that for the balance of the show. We have wristbands. No, we have wristbands today. We have wristbands. We have posters. We have T-shirts. Yeah, but not from last year's event. No upcoming no. events. Any, we knew upcoming event. Okay, posters. Think about that. We'll That's do that five, later in the show. Posters a five dollar value. <laughs> and actually, and actually, it's funny because you know today we're at the Tucson Metropolitan Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, and and see the. the we're talking context. So the Fourth Avenue Merchants Association yes. is a microcosm of the world, the Tucson Metropolitan Chamber of Commerce. Oh, how is that, Fred? Because the 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 Fourth Avenue Merchants Association is a, is a is a chamber of commerce esque organization that that helps over a hundred small locally owned businesses succeed in the core of our city, in the center in the center of our city. Well, let's talk to the big brother of chambers then today, shall we? Go ahead. All right. So here we are at the Chamber of Commerce, folks. Jeez, talking to Mike Barney. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing just great. Thank you. And before we get started, I just have to tell you the immense amount of self-control that the two of you have. <laughs> it's, just, it's just blowing me away because if this had been me and one of my brothers, we'd be on the floor rolling around, <laughs> smashing each other in the face. Oh, no. We've been doing this. We, You know what? We used to do that, and then I got taller than Fred, and he's never... Never laid a hand on me since. That was it. That was it. I think I was, what, 13? You were 14? I don't recall. (laughs) Mike, where are you from? Uh, Originally, I grew up in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, Which part? Madison, to be specific. Oh, we have our sister and brother and nephew that live in Madison. In Madison? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to look at some addresses here and see how close we we live or lived, used to live. Um, Spent a long number of years uh, there. Was in the broadcasting industry. Um, went to the school at the University of Wisconsin, graduated with a degree in uh, communication arts, so that uh, fed very nicely into the broadcasting career. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're in Wisconsin, went to school, raising a family yeah. in in broadcast radio, I take it. Yeah, radio. And because you're like Fred now. You have a perfect face for radio. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. You should, not because sure Fred and I are good-looking guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> so... You somehow, some some way, the old Pueblo got, got the hooks into you, and here yep. you are in Tucson. Yep. How'd that happen? Well, um, in 1997, decided to move. Um, all the kids were out of the house and in school, uh, or out of school, and uh, decided that uh, the, the cold weather was not going to continue in our future. So uh. Uh, moved to, actually, Las Vegas, lived there for 15 years, uh, sitting at my desk at the as the CEO of the North Las Vegas uh, Chamber of Commerce, which is a suburban community in Las Vegas. And uh, my phone rang, and it was a headhunter. And 60 days later, I was pulling into Tucson, Arizona with everything I had. So Good for you. That was a nice move. So now, how does a guy in radio get involved with a chamber? Made the move from uh, Wisconsin to Nevada, and um, I 
my background is actually, even though I was in radio, it's more of a business and marketing background. And um, the Las Vegas Chamber at the time was looking for a VP of marketing. And so I just happened to be right place, right time. And that's what got me into chamber work. And I just fell in love with it and been doing it ever since. Awesome. And what is it about chamber work that that you enjoy so much? Well, it's a, it's a great sense of fulfillment. And uh, I think I speak on behalf of the 20 um, great teammates here at the Tucson Metro Chamber, um, the we ask them every year we do a survey and we ask them about their working conditions and what they like and what we can improve on and so forth. And every time we do that survey, the staff members here come back overwhelmingly and say that um, that their sense of mission and the fact that we're making such a great contribution to the community is kind of part of their paycheck. I mean, everybody here is, we're, we, we pay everybody as well as we can and, and certainly hope to, to continue that. But part of their compensation is this sense of contribution to the community. That's awesome. And that's what they tell us. That's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. So, and the chamber's been around in Tucson for, gosh, how long? Like uh, 1896. 1896. Yep. This is year 120 for the... Tucson Metro Chamber, and uh, we'll be launching a 120th year anniversary uh, here in just a few months. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So you heard it here first. You heard it here first. The friend Jeff Show. Guess yeah. what, folks? The it, Chamber's it 120 years old. That's very yeah, 100, cool. 120 years this year. Big parties, oh, you yeah. know, Mexican food everywhere, yep. bringing the, we're going to bring the railroad back, yep. all that kind of good stuff. Yep. Fred That's, and Jeff emceeing. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> no one would come. It would be bad. What do you think, Fred? Oh, well, we need to negotiate our fees. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking. We'll probably get the same. You know what? I give the 4th Avenue Street Merchants our time because of Fred, but great group of people. Yeah. But uh, um, the chamber, you guys have got how many How many businesses are affiliated About with the chamber? About 1,500 uh, investors, all of them right here in, in Pima County. Um, we... Uh, are uh, in the process, as we do every year, of refining our program of work right now. We're taking a look at uh, what our investors are telling us are their priorities. We uh, regularly poll um, our, our investors and uh, pay very close attention just through observation to uh, what the community's needs are and try to, within our resources, uh, create a program of work that will actually help to expand the economy here put more money in more people's pockets and just make our community a better place to live and more attractive co to community to businesses who might be shopping for a new location in the Southwest. Oh, excellent. So recruiting folks we to come here too. We don't recruit businesses to come here, but we hope that we're playing a role in setting the table so that the people who do the recruitment um, uh, have, a, have a much better product to sell. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And so in the second part of the show, because we gotta, we got to take a hard break at the bottom of the hour for the news, and the second part of the show, we really want to get into that, you know, all of those ideas that the stakeholders, the investors in the chamber, all right. the businesses in town right. are, uh, are wanting to see you guys do. So, folks, stick around because we're going to have a lot more fun here at the chamber on the Fred and Jeff Show. Your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker Morrissey Contracting, Ronstadt Insurance, and Casa de la Luz Hospice. 
Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff Show. This is the Fred Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronson. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Tucson. And we are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and culture that make living Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. That is exactly right, Hank. And we invite people to visit us at fredandjeff.com. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and even subscribe to this tome of wisdom and entertainment on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. Now, and sure. podcast addict. Podcast addict. Top, <laughs> top app on android podcast addict very nice it's very we're on there i think we got like one follower it's awesome it's you no because i'm following us on tune in radio ah now we got like nine people on tune in radio i can't cheat on tune in radio oh by the way speaking of cheating have you (laughs) have you been listening to serial the podcast i don't listen to oh fred Fred, i don't even listen to the show actually Serial the podcast is doing it's like one week they add to the story and they're doing Bo Bergdahl right now. Yeah. So it's on week nine. Okay. It's fascinating. So folks, if you need a reason other than going to iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Podcast Attic, go and check out Podcast uh uh Serial the Podcast. It's fabulous. Back to you, Fred. So is it like uh Captain Crunch? No. <laughs> It's awesome. I think it's part of This American Life, which is another great uh, – I think that's an NPR show. Is that part of like the uh, the mobile the, – the storytelling thing? Yes. Oh. Well, I know about that. Well, I know because weren't you on it at one point? We had him on the show. Yes, but didn't you say like a line of the Gettysburg Address or something? No, that was something that uh, Arizona Public Media did during the book festival. By the way, she's actually up, Arizona up. Public Media and the book festival, did you watch Passing On – Earlier this week on uh, Channel 6, PBS? No. Fabulous. It was a show about people dying, having conversations about how we want to die. Fabulous. I want to be quick. And one of our sponsors, Casa de la Luz Hospice, was very instrumental in it. Well, you know, I I always tell people I want to go, you know, the whorehouse heart attack route. (laughs) Really? The whorehouse. So we're no longer a family show. Is that what you've done to us today, Fred? Really? All right, ladies and gentlemen, as my brother is over there having an aneurysm, laughing at his stupid joke. We're, yeah. No, everyone is laughing now, Fred. You really screwed us up on today's show. I did. So I'd like to take a moment just to tell you how much I love you, that I don't want you to die. But if you do, I'll be okay with it. No, so <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny. You, we, we do have a beautiful family, uh, Agnes Poor, who is one of the co- Kathy, yeah. who's one of the uh, co-founders of Casa de la Luz. Right. You know, I spent 14 years as a paramedic out in the field, seeing, watching, you know, helping people saving out. lives, right? But also watching people die, right? And uh, why are we talking about watching people die? Because well, you brought up this passing on. Pe- that's this right, passing, passing on. That's stupid. It was awesome. Well, I mean, the reality is that we're all going to die. We're all going to do it. That's correct. So the best, the best strategy is to figure out, you know, just live a good life. Yes. And when your time's up, your time's up. And isn't that what we talk about here on the Fred and Jeff Show? Uh, Living a good life in the old Pueblo. No, mostly talking about people who owe us money. That's <laughs> that's what it seems. Well, that's why we're at the Chamber of Commerce today. Oh, yeah, because all those guys owe us money. <laughs> we should have store credit. At 1,500 every... stakeholders, Fred, or investors here in the Chamber. That's right. we got to be able to pull a couple of bucks out of this place. That's true. But we're here today talking to Mike Varney, 
who's the executive director, CEO, El Jefe. Mike, what's your title? President and CEO. President and CEO. I was way off. Scary. He's not only the president, (laughs) but the CEO. He is both. And a good guy from Madison, Wisconsin, by way of Nevada. So I got to ask you a question. I've been been wanting to ask you this question ever since you moved to town. And I read your bio. Did you ever take it all and put it on red? <laughs> Is that really why you're here in Tucson? Yeah. So he's Mike, run, he's, he's running he's away. Put it all on red. He lost. Yeah. He moved to Tucson. Running away from Bruno. And <laughs> the Battaglia family. He's been sent here to help me find my checkbook. <laughs> so the Chamber of Commerce, you guys have been around for 120 years. 120. Doing amazing things. Earlier in the show, we were talking about how you – do a survey of all your stakeholders, or you call them investors. We call them investors. And those are the local businesses, national businesses right. that belong. Right. And they gave you they give you a real good idea of what it is that they want you guys working on. Right. Can you give our listeners sure. kind of a an overview, like the top ten? Mike Varney's about, top ten. Why don't we go with top four? Okay, top four um, is perfect. Which we're in the process of refining right now, but uh, our top four uh, areas of of concentration for the last uh, several years have been, number one is government advocacy. Um, so many things are happening in the halls of government that affect businesses, and naturally we're big believers in free enterprise and, and capitalism. Uh, we want to see anybody who wants to risk their their capital, open their doors, uh, hire people, make money, pay taxes. Um, the more we do that as a community, the higher our standard of living will go, the city and the county will ha- and the state will have more tax dollars for parks and streets and schools and all the things that they need to do. Um, but that doesn't happen unless people have money in their pocket, and people don't have money in their pocket unless they have jobs. And the better paying those jobs are, the better for our, our community. So there's probably no more important mission here at the Tucson Metro Chamber than expanding our local <coughs> economy and promoting a strong local economy. And we do that um, by— well, Hold on a second, hold on a second. Because I want to, I want to interject here because, sure. as a local guy, local people, I should say, there is a lot of complaining. And, and the Fred and Jeff show, we try to to be as positive, but yeah. we only so complain about each other. Only That's, about right. Only about the fact that Fred does mean things yeah. to his little brother. So, but we hear, you know, oh, it's those people. It's the lefties or the righties or. Yep. So don't you guys hear that all the time when you say, look, we advocate for businesses because businesses create jobs. Jobs get people working. Working gives people money in their pocket. And then we've got all this background noise about how we're a not job-friendly community. Yep. What do you guys how, – how do you how do you fight that perception? Well, we, um, we, we take uh, notice of all of that, and you're right. We do hear that a lot, that there's more work to be done – to make our community uh, more business-friendly, more job-friendly. Um, and so we're working on some things. Uh, our biggest project right now is still a little bit under wraps. I don't mean to be mysterious or cryptic about that, but it's a, a rather large undertaking. Um, it's got tremendous engagement from the city of Tucson, um, and we're confident that when we move this program, which has seven different parts to it across the finish line, that we'll have a much stronger and better uh, interface between the public sector and the, and the private sector, um, noticeably different. Um, but I can't really say that we've done that yet because it's still marching down the field. Uh, some of the seven points we've accomplished, but we're not going to really make a, a big deal about it until I, all seven are across the finish awesome. line. Yeah. So you wouldn't say that the chamber's not adversarial with the the local government. 
You guys try to work really hard to get the local government to embrace businesses. Exactly. Yeah. We try to be problem solvers, uh, Jeff. We, we, we work very, very hard to listen to the business community. When they express issues or problems to us, uh, we pull out all the stops that we can through our own staff, through volunteer, uh, and we have tremendous volunteer task force uh, forces here at the chamber to address those problems and, and work on those things that are great for our community. Uh, you're right. There's some people who maybe don't agree. There are some people who maybe uh, see things differently or, in some cases, will push back on economic expansion. Um, but that's our mission, and that's what the, the, the people who pay the freight of the Tucson Metro Chamber and the, the job creators in this community have told us that they need. And So that's just one of the areas is, is government advocacy. But we work on various degrees of, of economic uh, development here. We're working uh, – we're very successful in creating a $3 million financial backstop to encourage a, an airline to create nonstop service between uh, Tucson and New York City. That's We're fabulous. the largest city in the country uh, without that kind of nonstop service. Uh, that will open up more conventions. It will open up more business travel. Uh, anybody from this part of the world that's going uh, across the pond to uh, Europe, uh, you have now you've got one stop in New York and you're on your way. So uh, it's things like that that we're doing in economic development. Now, you said a second ago yep. that sometimes people push back against economic development. Yep. Why? Why well, would anyone what, – what could they possibly come up with, idea come up with to push back sure. against economic well, I development? Think if, you, if you go to any community, and, and Tucson certainly is one of them, but if you go to just about any community, um, there's, there's an element to change. Buildings change. Streets change. People change. Um, new stores come and go. Um, and there are some people who are not comfortable with change, and uh, I, I don't. I respect their opinions, uh, but we we can't grow as a community if we don't change things. Um, a speaker I heard recently uh, said something that's it's so simple, but yet it's it's profound. That if you don't change, how can you get better? Um, and that you know you you think about that that we need to renew ourselves. We need to invite new job creators and into our our community and we've got to get our gross metro product which is something that we uh, we lag peer markets um, metro areas on we don't create the wealth that we should in this community and but I when I say wealth uh, some people misunderstand that that it's just wealth for people who own businesses no it's wealth for the entire community because if you if you work you want to earn more in your paycheck than maybe you are today um, and the more vibrant our business community, the more choices you'll have in where you work. Um, well, the more and, money and also it'll, it'll allows business owners to provide those wages. Exactly. Because if they're struggling, right? They, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, this is something we had a forum uh, about a month ago talking about uh, a possible strategy to help increase wages or benefits for for folks in Tucson. And the reality is that a lot of these small business people, they're the last ones getting paid. So exactly. and they would love to you know get their employees benefits and and high high paying wages, but if they're in an environment where they can't do that, right. then everyone struggles. Yeah, everyone struggles, and I, I tell you that I feel the pain personally when I hear a small business owner say, um, "We had an okay week. I was able to pay my employees, but I didn't get a paycheck." That is like a knife in my heart, and I think there's 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 not a high level of awareness of how thin the margins are and how close. Um, certain businesses are usually smaller businesses to just making uh, it to the next payroll cycle. And they're trying very, very hard to accelerate that. 
But sometimes the store traffic doesn't go their way. Sometimes other things don't go that way. That way. So we need to protect those people because if that business closes, the jobs go away, and none of us want that. What, you may not know this, but we've got to take a break in a second, but I want to ask you. What's the average size, employee-wise, mm-hmm. of a business in Tucson? I'm not sure I've got that statistic to give you. Uh, it's got to be small, though, there, isn't it? it? In all communities, if you, if you put small businesses together, and we classify as small businesses, a business with 25 or fewer employees. Now, it, other organizations have different metrics. But here at the Tucson Metro Chamber, if your business has 25 or fewer employees, we, we call that a small business. Those businesses collectively are the largest employer in this community by far. Uh, and that's that same statistic, I'm sure, plays out in every other community, too. Small business is the biggest employer in any given community. There you go. Awesome. All right, folks, stick around. We've got lots more fun stuff with Mike Varney here at the Tucson Metropolitan Chamber of Commerce. So stick around for more on The Fred and Jeff Show. It's This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Anthony's Cigar Emporium, Power Women Investing, and Mayfield Florist. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronstadt. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Shukshon. And we are celebrating the people, the places, events, history, and culture that make living in Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. That is exactly right, Fred. And we were sitting here, you know, uh, we were sitting here at the Metropolitan Pima... Metropolitan, the Metropolitan Tucson Chamber. Metropolitan Chamber of Commerce. What is it? You could just Tucson say Tucson Metro, Metro, Metro Chamber. Chamber. Tucson Metro Chamber. TMC. No, that's Turner Classic Movies. Or Tucson Medical Center. Or a yeah. hospital. Yeah. yeah, or TMC. Yeah, exactly. So we're here at the Chamber of Commerce. Yes, uh, we are. And I was thinking, one of our the smallest business guys that we know, Bruce Gerwitz, who has Bruce's Hot Dogs. Bert, I love Bruce. Last night he celebrated his 26th anniversary on Speedway as a... Hot dog, hot dog cart guy, and you know it's it's interesting that uh, those are the kind of people, the entrepreneurs that uh, make up the business community in Tucson. And this this guy, and he's gone through his struggles, and he bitches about city government and everything else, but he's made it for twenty twenty six years. Yeah. So we're sitting here actually at the Chamber of Commerce with uh, Mike Varney, who is the president and CEO of the of the big show here. And we're talking about uh, the priorities, and we were talking about the four priorities, and we get a couple more to go. We do. Yep. The um, the, the first two, if you're just tuning in, um, is um, wow. That was very professional advocacy. the way you did that. Yeah. yeah. See, we don't yeah. we don't follow we up on stuff. Yeah. We don't wow. Like, <laughs> you must have been on radio at some point, Mike. <laughs> you know, the first two, if you're just joining. You know, us. Yeah. Ed Ackerley <laughs> is like you know we they try and teach us things like when you're on the air, remind people what you just did. Remind them that this is the Fred and Jeff show, and you're at the chamber. Anyhow, Mike, go ahead. That was that was very good, though. Uh, no government affairs, economic development, another area, and this is probably the fastest growing need, not only here in Tucson, but frankly, it's across the country. Um, is the production of an educated workforce? Um, you, you can't have 
uh, a business that operates effectively uh, without good employees. You just can't. Here, here. Um, you know, the employees are still a, a huge component of what a business does, whether they're a service provider, a manufacturer, what have you. Um, and it is becoming more and more difficult for uh, employers, not just in Tucson, but across the country, to find a qualified workforce. And so we are uh, taking some steps to make sure that we produce a qualified work workforce here uh, in southern Arizona and that we hold as many of the young people that we have here that graduate either from high school or from U of A or Pima, that we hold them here, that we don't educate them here and then export them to be a qualified Phoenix, worker in right. some other community, yeah. any place. Uh, yeah, so um, and that's that's like the the big like the sixty four thousand uh, dollar cash twenty two because until we're able to convince people to stay here, we seem to have this brain drain that that you know doesn't allow us to build the infrastructure to the people will be attracted to. Well, here. did I hear a, a, a stat, and I hope it's wrong, that only 5% of the kids that graduate from the U of A stay in Tucson? That, that's about right. That's terrible. Yeah, that is. It, it, so we, you guys are doing something to fix that. Yeah, well, we're, we're trying very hard. It's a really a, a, a complicated chicken and egg formula. The kids would stay here if the jobs were here. Sure. We create the jobs. We're going to need the, the workforce, and the workforce right now isn't where it needs to be. And so it's a very complicated and, frankly, a very serious issue that this community is facing. Um, and if for anybody who's listening that thinks that I'm down on Tucson or I'm complaining about Tucson, I'm not. This is just a reality that we need to face, and we need to solve that problem, and we need to all get behind an effort to get that done. And, frankly, the same discussions going on in, in just about every city across the country. Sure. We're all competing for a qualified workforce. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. So, what else, so are you guys doing anything right now that is making a huge impact in our community? We, uh, <clears throat> well, we're doing a number of things within the four different areas. And by the way, the fourth area was just the things that we do that are special to small businesses. We've talked a lot about some of those things. Uh, so those are the four areas. Within each of those four areas of emphasis, um, there are various programs and, and task forces that are working on pieces of those uh, initiatives. And um, I think one that we're very proud of, it's a very new uh, program here, is a, a retail theft task force. Um, and uh, I am being joined today by uh, our executive vice president, Lori Banzaf. And guys, if it's okay, I'm going to hand this one off to Lori and let oh, her yeah, tell you all about absolutely. the retail theft task force. Lori, how are you doing? I'm great. This has been loads of fun. Oh, thanks. You've been sitting there laughing quietly the whole time. We appreciate that. It's hard to do. Yeah. So now what's your, what's your role here at the chamber? Well, basically what I do is I oversee much of the revenues that come into our organization. So I manage our membership team, events department, which provides a lot of the networking opportunities available to our investors. Sweet. And you've got a program that you're running. Yeah, our Retail Theft Summit that Mike just spoke briefly about. Um, yeah, how did this come about? Well, basically part of my job is spending much of my time with our investors. So I am out there talking to many businesses on a daily basis. Started to hear a trend um, about some theft problems going on with our retailers across the southern Arizona region that were quite alarming. Uh, so I went back and spoke with my CEO, Mike, and uh, he actually came up with this brilliant idea about doing a retail theft summit. Um, and since then, we have been able to, I think we're coming up on our fourth meeting, We've been able to pull together all the stakeholders that it's affecting. So your retailers, uh, which we can name a gazillion of them, so they send their prevention loss team over. 
Um, we've even had Barbara Lawal, the prosecutor's officers are involved, your sheriff's department, your Tucson police departments. Uh, we've invited mayors to come in. Uh, this is not a one-person problem, mm -hmm. uh, but we have learned that this is now four generations deep. Four gen what does that mean, four generations deep? Mike, why don't you elaborate on that? The, what, I think one of the biggest um, uh, surprises to us at the chamber when we got these major retailers, law enforcement, prosecutors, mayors, all at the table, was we heard from the prosecutors and from the law enforcement people that retail theft is now multi-generational, that, that parents are actually handing down, I don't want to call them skills, but ways to steal from local retailers. Um, there are organized retail theft rings in Tucson and southern Arizona. So the problem is so much bigger than we thought. it. It's not the little kid stealing a candy bar. This is much bigger, um, and it's costing every single citizen in this community a lot more in their purchases, no matter what you buy, groceries, big box stores, uh, Walmarts, what have you. It's costing you more for every item you buy because they have to build those losses into those price tags. And if I'm correct, Mike, it was something around um, uh, two or $300 being made every 20, 30 minutes? Yeah, that I don't, yeah. I, I don't know, but I do know that we're So the, the thieves are, that's their, that's, that's their. That's the way they're living. Some wow. of them, not all. Right. Wow. But we're, and so you guys have got together all the stakeholders, yep. and you've put this, no, we have, we're, we're not taking any, we're taking, we're taking everybody to jail that gets caught shoplifting. Yep. Yeah, we're done. That's awesome. And Good that's, for you guys. That's part of the issue is the ability to successfully prosecute shoplifters. One of the th one of the three initiatives inside this program is working with uh, Barbara LaWall and the prosecutors in the cities and towns and in the county about more effective ways to bring the hammer down a little harder on the uh, the people who are multiple uh, repeat offenders. Awesome. Well, yep. thanks so much for what you guys do. I mean, I the chamber, our chamber, you're our chamber, is so important to our community, mm -hmm. the business community, and the community at large. Thank you. We really appreciate what you guys do. Hopefully, Thanks we can so have much. you back in the show in the future We'd to love talk to us. do it. Yeah, about more fun things you guys are doing in your 120th <laughs> year. 120th year. Yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. And so, if it comes down to it, U of A versus Wisconsin, who are you going for, Mike? Oh, man, don't put me in there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there twice in the I last know. couple of years. I know. Yeah. Oh, that's and you know, funny. if I could just add one thing real quick. We have a show, uh, a speaker we're bringing in on May 12th, Doug Lip, former executive of Disneyland. Awesome. Customer so folks service. can go online and get information yes. at TucsonChamber.org. TucsonChamber.org. Folks, go out there and make it a great week. We'll talk to you again next week here on The Fred and Jeff Show. Let's talk about a good time. Let's talk about a good time. I wish I could just go back to the days I was This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Sleeping Frog Farms and Fred's Meditation Salon and Tequila Lounge.